0: Oh, we back. Uh, shorty, shorty, what up? Come on. say uh, a
1: word?
2: <laughs> Reg- uh, I never say irregardless. I always say regardless. I don't know, is it? Let's Google.
0: I feel like yes. is
2: good yes. I think
1: I have or I've wanted to and I forgot I forgot
2: well it is a I word
1: hear it a lot irregardless but what oh, does wait. it mean
2: it means regardless oh wait no hold on somebody's saying is irregardless a real word regardless of the fact that irregardless means not regardless what the hell okay you see it's just just I don't use irregardless <laughs> is
1: that the urban dictionary
2: no it's just somebody (laughs) randomly had the same question yeah no and then somebody said why do idiots say irregardless (laughs) irregardless (laughs) is used by people who haven't studied (laughs) (laughs) yeah i uh i would opt to say just don't say irregardless just say regardless
1: and you hear it i hear it and when people say it they say it with with such passion, like they're like strong. Like, yeah, irregardless,
2: irregardless of the fact, I don't know if you think, <laughs> what? <laughs> Regardless of the fact, <laughs> but that's irregardless.
1: But irregardless, that like, it actually sounds crazy, but I hear it so often.
2: Wow, I know. I know. Um, Yeah, I've I've never, I never really hear it like that. Um, But anyway, we're back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was, you see, so that was kind of like a new intro. Um, Yes. um, But anyways, oh yeah, so like, okay, so the irregardless conversation was basically a new intro. See, I didn't, I didn't do the, we back. (laughs) We.
1: Yes. <laughs> it was a new intro or Still... we used to be like oh what song is this or do you, do you remember this song remember our first like few episodes we do that do you remember this song yeah i remember um... it
2: <laughs> but now we can't do that because of pod magic where we add the music later but hey <laughs> 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 episode. <I could> pretend. <laughs> Ooh, we're so lame. What time is it? It's too early for this. Hey, y'all. Hi. Hello. Bonjour. <laughs> episode 27. See, I'm on a roll with remembering yes. the numbers now because it's just clicking. Episode 27. Mm-hmm. Welcome back mm-hmm. to Behind the Stage Pod. I am mm-hmm. your girl, Young Rony Ron.
1: I am Danielle with Dreads.
2: It's like I come with a new
1: new hair too
2: every, every week, every few <laughs> episodes. Okay, so we need we need a ooh we need a temporary J locks J locks. See, you went from J knots to, to J braids to J knots. Okay, bolt. Oh. There. okay jay locks in the building all right yes. um yeah let's let's jump right in how how has your week been i feel like this week um week and a half Flew by. has been has just got flown by i'm like holy crap new episode already but okay yeah
1: yeah it's been cool it's been good um I'm recording in my new little studio above my bedroom.
2: Okay. Okay, new studio. <laughs> yes.
1: Yes. It's um my spare, well, it's our spare bedroom. It's funny. When I when I was supposed to move away to Kuwait, that was like 2018, and I just moved out of my place, I was, and I was staying here with my mom, my sister was in my bedroom, which is downstairs, mm-hmm. and I was in this little room. Almost like a spare bed, spare bedroom. And it's just weird to be up here again. Like, Mm. there's no bed, there's no nothing. It's just like, it's almost like a storage Mm -hmm. room because it's just me and my mom that's in the house. So I have my bedroom, she has hers. And then this bedroom is just kind of vacant. So, like, it's smaller. And yeah, it's just very nostalgic. Like I have the, the bedroom um, door closed because my mom was making CMOS downstairs. So all you hear is the blender. So every <laughs> time you hear a blender because the blender is mad loud. But um, yeah, it's just, it's just kind of nostalgic to be up here. So yeah, yeah. here, um, what else? Car issues. <laughs> mm. I have a love-bring-hate relationship with cars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, um i remember when i was living downtown i there was parts of me that wanted my car back but there was other parts where i was like mm, i'm pretty much close to everything i could just take the ttc and so on and then i got my car back after i'm like coming back to markham and i'm like oh my god i missed my car and i got a car and i really 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 love it and whatever like just love, i like to drive yeah but there's some times where i'm just like yo I want to call an Uber. I just want to take the TTC or the Viva because I live in Markham and Viva um, is what's over here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But it's just the whole like waiting for the bus paying this fare waiting here waiting here how much
2: does the bus cost these days sometimes I just want to ride the bus just for fun or like the train like Mm. I it's literally been years for me but how much does it cost these days and I see that people don't even like put in you can't put in money anymore yeah so I had to take the train
1: um and the bus I had to take it when was it on Friday because um, I dropped my car off to the mechanic and then he works close to Warden Station so um, I took the train to get my hair done
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it's 325 mm-hmm. yeah so it's 325 so when you go like there's still a conduct well not conductor there's still a place for you to go put change in at the subway
0: mm-hmm.
1: or everybody has that, that Presto card but I think for the bus, I don't know if you can put change in there anymore. I believe you have to get a Presto card.
2: Right. I've been hearing there. about this Presto card.
1: Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, that's the new wave. I think the Presto card has been around even when I was living in, like, living downtown. Yeah, basically. it's
2: been some years now. Yeah. Yeah. But um yeah, it's
1: just wild, especially now during COVID. Like I haven't taken a train or a bus since like last like last year's summer. Mm-hmm. And now because of COVID, um, like the, the trains and the buses are not like pack up. Um I know on the train and even on the yeah, even on the streetcar if I'm not mistaken, um they have Like, you know, on the train, like you'll have like two seats and three seats together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now it's like, if it's a two seat, only one person could sit there and they actually have like a sticker or some type of thing on the other seat. Wow.
2: Yeah. So it's like
1: every other seat. Yeah. Yeah, It's intense. Even like they have these little stickers on the floor, like showing like where you are, like you can't like be, be close up to the door like that anymore. It's all like it's 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 wild, <laughs> and everybody every, has their mask on like it's mad. it's wild
2: every time I see this stuff I it's like like all this sort of you know how how everyone's consciously trying to keep their distance and social distance mm-hmm. and everything. Mm-hmm. I think to myself, like prior to this, imagine how many germs we were just. like, surrounded by constantly, like, you are up close and personal to everything and everyone all the time, you know, but we we still, I mean, you'd get the the, you know, common cold or something every now and then, but now it's, like, just on a whole different level of, like, you know, like, people mm-hmm. are paranoid to a new level now it's so interesting but it's like our whole lives we've just been kind of not social distancing at all
1: yeah yeah it's wild like i i had to go to dundas west station and i saw one of these guys literally in like a hazmat suit
0: mm. cleaning
1: the shelter and mm-hmm. i'm just Like, like he had this, like this little canister behind him and he had like that white, almost looks like a, I say hazmat suit, but not, not like the whole like big thing, like you're going, like you're an astronaut, but it's like one of those, like almost those white painters, um, outfits. Yeah. 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 Something a little bit more protected. And he had like something over his face and he was like disinfecting the stall, like one of those, um, not stalls, but one of those, um, boots to wait your bus Mm
0: -hmm.
1: he was like disinfecting it and I'm like I have never seen anyone do that in my 36 years of being Mm -hmm. on this
2: earth exactly
1: and the fact that this is a thing now what yeah (laughs) like when like this should have been this should have been something and that's why I think when my sister she actually went to Japan or something of that nature a few years ago and she's like, Japan, I believe. I think it was Japan or Tokyo. Yeah, one of the places. She's like, it was one of the cleanest places ever. I said
2: the exact like, same thing. Yep, it's Japan.
1: Yeah. It's just like, Super you clean. can't, like, people spitting on the floor, like, you will get fined.
2: Yeah. And everyone sure. been like, wearing masks over there. Like the mask thing, Six. I remember when I was over there, it was, I, I was like, why are they wearing these masks? But it was like, that was just super normal. But that is something that stood out to me, particularly in Tokyo. It was like, wow, it's so clean here, like really clean. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So it just seems yeah. like we're just catching up to that.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But um, needless to say, um, I had some on. car issues.
2: Jinyal, mm-hmm. sorry. Um... No, sorry. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Yeah. So, needless to say, like I had some car issues and so on that I got taken care of, and yeah, some great things on the way, which is awesome. <laughs> really, really good things, and um, just keeping focused, keeping a level head, and um, just trying to end twenty twenty off well. Mm -hmm. (laughs) as as good as we can as good as we can but yeah girl same old same old how about you
2: yeah um yeah my my past week week and a half has been good I feel like it's um I feel like, obviously, the last time we were speaking on the pod, I was feeling like the heaviness that often comes with being an entrepreneur and
0: mm-hmm. being,
2: you know, a creative and all that kind of stuff. But, um, you know, you just go through those moments, and then you just like dust yourself off and and get back mm-hmm. on on the ride and continue, right? Mm-hmm. And so I feel like, this we are this past week has been that for me i've just been um just focused on like what i'm doing at at hand um we dropped the um the black ambition video, mm-hmm. um, you know, that featured various black entrepreneurs in the city, including yourself and your mom and your sister and baby Yara, and your whole yes. family. Yes. Um, and it was just such a blessing to be able to like gift that to the world. And we've gotten, you know, a lot of great feedback from that. And it was just like, that was it was such a labor of love literally and like literally a labor you know um but in in getting the feedback of like oh my god like i'm so happy you guys did this or so thankful for including me like those types of things just literally like you know make it all worth it of course i get heartwarming voice notes from your mom and Mm -hmm. she like she is like the queen of making me cry at work okay like that is hilarious sucking them tears back okay (laughs) because i'm i'm naturally a crier so you know but it's just so um amazing and i'm so thankful for that um you know just to know like okay and then i see just just off of that and it's such a true testament to sowing and and reaping like we just did that because that's what we do and and sowing is important to us and and since then you know so many other opportunities have come come up and are still coming up in terms of just like other completely unexpected doors being opened and that sort of thing and mm-hmm. and you know that's how god works so i'm just so thankful for that um aside from that i'm back to work officially so mm-hmm. back in the malls um, mm-hmm. shopping for a netflix show called Lock and key um, i actually binged the whole first season just in preparation for this job and like I surprise myself all the time at the type of like shows that I really enjoy. And this is something that I did not think I would enjoy uh, because it's like a mystery sort of um, fantasy, whimsical, sort of young, white, teenage sort of vibey show. But mm-hmm. it, it it's like so fun to me. And like, I really enjoyed it. Like I was glued to the storyline.
0: And so,
2: anyway, um, you know, being on that show has been great so far in terms of doing the shopping. It's it's fun. It's teenage clothes. It's patterns. It's prints. Um, so I get you know the the freedom to kind of interject my. My own sense of um, style into that. So that's been good, but it's been a reality check that your girl has been laid up and relaxed for the past six months. Because let me tell you how my feet are bunny me after walking in the mall for oh, 10 hours. Okay? Right. Mm-hmm. So I know you're going to start your thing. And it's like, bro, like I literally have to remind myself of my most comfiest sneakers. Like mm-hmm. I need to keep, um, like, I'm about to get me some of them little uggs slippers or whatever oh yes for under my desk because <laughs> like it's a lot it's a lot of walking and then like trying to go to the gym um afterwards hold on one second you know sorry. Mm-hmm. okay so when i get when i listen to this pod now i'm gonna have mere like extra editing to do because of this that's okay though oh yeah um, so, yeah, so yeah, work, you know, um, but aside from work, I have finally been able to pay more attention to just like my self-care, you know, mm-hmm. rony days are in full effect now that I'm not freaking filming every weekend. Mm-hmm. So I just got like a really amazing pedicure um, and I'm happy to say that, you know, all these all these companies are black owned and just you know yes. just not really wanting to support um the black entrepreneurs uh you know just keep that same energy like we talk about so went to um a woman who you know has a private business doing um nails and pedicures and stuff and it was just really thorough and you know the bath had like fruit in it and the scrub was like a girl it was a vibe she even had snacks okay like like a little (laughs) snack platter um so that was cute you know I was happy to support that business Uh, I believe her name is The Nail Guru on Instagram and um and then you linked me with your girl for nails so I'm super excited to go and get my nails done next week see the thing about the thing about a lot of these companies is because they're smaller they don't have as many availability so while i feel like i want everything done in the same weekend i have Mm -hmm. to like split it up um which is okay so i went to my cousin's shop yesterday or over the weekend by time people hear this and Mm -hmm. um got a haircut and just like you know got my hair treated after having braids in for like two three months Mm -hmm. and um next week i'll be getting a facial and my nails did so like slowly i'm coming back to like myself i feel like i feel like everybody's gone through that like crufty you know period of covid and just being Mm -hmm. like yeah i'm not doing nothing so anyway i'm excited to get cute again yes and um master p is my hero ah. um he's always Did you watch the think. documentary hell yes like yes. i i know i'm late in watching the documentary i've always been a master p fan, but watching the the chronicles of no limit i'm just like bro like i knew i loved this man like mm-hmm. Side note, he was dumb fine when he was young. Like, oh, yes, and see murder. I'm like, yo, all y'all look good. And you were tall because you played ball.
1: Oh, <laughs> yes. He played for the Raptors. Hello. Yes. I'm
2: like, nah, like, I like that face. Like, that, yeah. that, 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 you know. But anyway, just like, just the, just the, the real mentality of like, literally, I have no limits. Like, I had no mm-hmm. idea this dude, like. Did like did something with Lone limit in regards to like wrestling, like you know, mm-hmm. made about two mil off of that. When he when he talked about shooting his first film, there was no script. Everything was real. The guns, the crackheads, the mm-hmm. the you know everything was real and unscripted. And he didn't. He just did it. It was raw and rugged and f- full of flaws. But he mm-hmm. did it. And he sold each copy for for ten dollars each, just you know, hustling out the out the back of the trunk sort of vibe, and so ended up making like uh, like two million off of that or something and something else insane like that. And I was just like, wow, like I'm just so inspired, you know, because I have conversations with you know my CHP people all the time, and you know, I've always struggled with that thing of you know can't put it out until it's perfect, right? Mm -hmm. but I've since you know come away from that mentality and just been like listen it's better to just put things out and grow and level up in the process you know what I mean um because I realized in just also being a consumer myself like I'm always more interested in the journey than the destination. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, I, I think about that. I'm like, okay, you know, if I'm interested in that, there must be many other people who are interested in that. So it's okay to like put out your non-perfect work, but as long as you put it out. So
0: yes.
2: yeah. So anyway, that was that. Um, you also put me on to a wonderful, what is that podcast called um, that what has the, um, that had the interview with oh um, Oprah, Oprah.
1: Rose. oh
2: Oprah Row? yeah the Oprah Rose is that the oh, one Oprah Rose where? yeah 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 yes. yes so Oprah Rose show had a um interview with Uncle Clifford from P Valley yes.
1: he is my friend in my head like I feel oh girl like, listen with Uncle Cliff <laughs> I need to talk to I think um Hollywood Jade
2: yeah. he knows
1: him because he's actually um uncle clifford is actually a a choreographer
2: yes yes he was saying so, and mm-hmm. and latoya webley dancer is like close type friends with mercedes because i was talking mm-hmm. to her about that the other day with with um yeah, the woman who plays Mercedes Brandy. So I'm like, we're like one degree away from our favorite people. Okay. So it can actually happen. Trust me. (laughs) Um, but I'm just like, in listening to that interview, thank you for sharing that with me. But like, I, I was so in love with his process in becoming Uncle Clifford. So anyone who doesn't know, hasn't watched P-Valley yet, I don't know what you're doing with your life. Thanks. Um, you need to watch it, okay? But this character, Uncle Clifford, is so colorful and so layered. And just the show itself, like when he was breaking down just the, the symbolism and metaphors, all from the music to the the set design to everything. And, and one thing that particularly stood out to me was his character development process like he talked about um this character being equal parts um feminine energy and masculine energy and just what it took to get himself there in the sense of you know going shopping at all the little hood stores walking around in heels walking around in you know tim's and a do-rag like because Mm -hmm. his character is both And I was like, man, like, that is the part, like, as an actor, that is the part that I love the most, like, really having to embody, like, something and and do the research and put yourself in the environments to really understand, you know, how you're going to um, bring this character to life. So the fact that he, like, deep dived into that process, that was just like such a gem of a conversation for me to listen to as as an artist so Mm -hmm. so yeah that's pretty much like been my week I guess and yeah um, yeah
1: yeah I love you know I'm always putting you onto like a new pod like Mm -hmm. I I I go into Spotify and just like like just go in there and the thing about it is it's like um whatever podcast you are listening to currently if you like scroll down when they'll, when they'll show you like, oh, this this podcast, like the one you're listening to just came up with a new episode. If you scroll down a little bit more, it will show you podcasts that are like the one that you're listening mm. to. And that is how I came to find Oprah Rose. Um, I think okay. I've been listening to them for like last year. But then obviously I, I sent you like two UK ones.
2: <laughs> oh, you know, I'm all for that. That's an easy sell. UK men, hi, I'm here. <laughs> it's, so, it's so nuts. Like I was just like, yep,
1: UK. Let me just listen to it. And I was listening to it, and as soon as I heard the accent, and I'm talking. I'm like, yep. Send this to Sharona. Send this to Sharona.
2: Oh Always. Yep. Anytime,
1: Shireen, my home girl. She's in um, what do you call it? In um, in England right now. She just went to England for some family matters,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: um she's out there and I was talking to her and what was it two days ago I'm hearing her cousins in the background and they're like guys and I was just like whoa okay I'm like if Sharona was ever here
2: and you know what I have so much family in the UK and Mm -hmm. and this past year my well last year my aunt who i travel with a lot went there and i was supposed to go but i'm I'm sure i was busy with chp stuff and she was like yo all your cousins are like your age and they hang out and they're like cool like you would love them and i'm like oh my god like and they were supposed to come here but then covid Mm -hmm. so i and i say to you all the time like the uk london has to touch next year so yes i already know that like you know we can be in the midst of the people so mm-hmm. <laughs> it's happening
1: yeah no i'm totally 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 down for that like i'm dying to go to the uk now <laughs> like you got you ever since ever since the drillogram i'm like okay why am i so i'm slightly turned off by this i don't know why <laughs> I was like, these guys are mysterious. You this know what so I weird. love?
2: Yeah, I just love that. Like, I mean, obviously, it's it's like because they're Caribbean, you know, mm-hmm. they're they're you know they're still like Jamaican, but they you know they just went over there versus coming to Canada or come or going to the U.S. So it's like you still get all the Caribbean flavor intertwined with like the the Queen's English. <laughs> yes. So, um, yeah, it's just, it's just a swag. It's just a different swag that I, that I find refreshing.
1: I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm.
2: But anyways. Yes. Yes.
1: So, um, obviously we are huge JBP fans.
2: hmm I
1: don't know how many of our listeners are, but, we are like definitely.
2: Those are our friends in our head. Oh, absolutely!
1: Not for forget friends in our head. Those are our friends. That's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> like those Speak are our friends. It. <laughs> yes, those are our friends, homie. Like I am invested in their success, and I'm a I love them. Like their personality, it just their dynamic just works. And yeah. I've been listening to them for about five, four or five years now and um when they moved to spotify and all that stuff so shout out to the jbp like we we love you guys Mm -hmm. so there has been a lot of shit going on regarding joe budden and rumors and i'm going to call them rumors because i mean at the end of the day we don't know we don't know we don't know the situation and so on um i remember hearing about joe budden years ago like everybody knows pump it up and so on um everybody knows like as I've been listening to more um on his podcast I realized that this man has such a huge catalog of music Mm -hmm. and he is a lyricist and when Rory his podcast partner talks about him and so on, and talks about his lyrical abilities. I know it's not like, oh, I'm just saying this because you're my friend. No, like, you're- They really
2: like, yeah, they really respect him as a lyricist. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, um, for me, I, I listen to, like, I'm not a huge rap girl like that. Like (laughs) I'm more of a beats girl, but I like rap that's very clear and concise. And I could, I like the metaphors and so on. And then listening to Joe, I hear it and I can see his lyrical abilities and so on. So I really appreciate that about him. But needless to say, there's been a lot of shit happen when, happening with him in the media, um, especially when he was very outspoken about the deal that he had or the deal that's coming to an end with Spotify. Mm-hmm. He did it for two years and he decided to... Like, really, part ways after the two years for reasons that he explained on his podcast. It's just very lengthy because you know, when he talks, he talks.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: and he does not hold back, especially when he is pissed. And um, he talked about it and so on. And with that being said, many things have surfaced regarding his personal life. And I've been hearing things, not even now, but even in the past, about Joe Budden from the time when he was on Love and Hip Hop, um, when he was dating a girl um, a bit younger than him, not Sin, but another girl named Kaylin, mm-hmm. and their very toxic relationship. I actually seen
2: it. I remember Hip-Hop. that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I believe they are on Marriage Boot Camp, if I'm not mistaken. And I believe they were on Love and Hip Hop, too. But um, very, very, very toxic relationship. And um, it was publicized all over. Obvi- and there's other rumors and just things about Joe when he was dating um, one of those video vixens, extra Baxter, way back when. If you ever would Google Joe Budden's name, you would see Exter Baxter's name right there.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: she's made claims that Joe, she lost her baby because of Joe Budden, because she she claims that Joe Budden beat her ass.
0: Mm. So,
1: like, there is (laughs) quite a bit of slander recently with Joe Bunnan. A lot of his things have resurfaced. Um, The bigger one with him and Tahiri, where an interview that she did a few weeks ago, where they were talking about another incident that she was in that was more recent, and then somehow... (laughs) the incident with her and Joe, who they have not been together in how many years, Um, this incident resurfaced.
2: Resurfaced,
1: yeah. And um, yeah, he's just been getting a lot of shit right now ever since he started talking about his Spotify deal and how he's venturing off and so on. And yeah, it's, I mean... When this happened, I legit went to you and I was just like, yo, Sharona, our brethren, what's going on with our brethren right now? Like, I know, I
2: know. We were
1: so torn because at the same time, like, we are, we want to protect Black women by all means. Yeah, yeah. Like, we hear something about Black women and we're just like, okay, like, we well, gotta believe Instantly,
2: them. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Because yeah. it's like, if we don't, then... <laughs> It's like, we're not really helping the situation.
2: And again, we don't
1: know these people. We're just going by what this woman has said and what other women are saying, Uh and also other men as well. So Joe has been very candid about his life in the past and how he is changed now. And, Mm -hmm. And with all that being said, I thought that was some type of
2: music. <laughs> it was, and I had to like stop it. I was like, yeah,
1: "It was just like, yo, is this music for for this type of situation?" For I'm the moment, for yes. <laughs> like I'm here for it. Okay, cool. But with all that being said, um, he's getting into a lot of great deals, especially with him not being with Spotify much longer. Things are coming on the table. He's very much on entrepreneurship and owning certain things, and not really being catered to or well, not really being a slave to the white man and which is facts so mm-hmm. my whole thing is this i mean obviously you and i have <laughs> we nobody's perfect like that's just the bottom line no one is perfect mm-hmm. we've done some stuff in the past that i'm sure like i can speak for myself that i'm not proud of
2: definitely Nothing, oh, absolutely
1: but there are some things that I've done I'm just like yo <laughs> like what was I on was I on something <laughs> was I drinking
2: too much that day
1: like what the hell mm-hmm. and um, when we're young and we don't know anything especially with Joe making a certain amount of money too and you're you've come from a certain environment and so on you you don't you don't know how to act but then you grow up and you change so like is there ever a point where your past won't come back to haunt you? Because I feel like that's the biggest thing when it comes on to a lot of celebrities or just a lot of people that are in a position where they're doing good. And maybe somebody will go on Twitter or on Instagram and scroll all the way down, maybe to mm-hmm. their first post and be like, well, they say this and this and this and this and this and this. And this yeah. was like, what, 10 years ago? Like, when does, like, when do you allow somebody to be human? Because I think this is not fair.
2: And we see it all the time um, with Twitter, right? Like, Mm -hmm. people digging up people's old tweets from years and years and years ago. Um... Yeah, it's it's unfortunate because again, like what you were saying, you know, um, when it comes to black women, when it comes to women, you know, the 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 thought is to always, you know, believe and protect what the woman is saying, but we can't neglect the fact that some people will just exploit that, as yes. we've seen. We've seen that you know there are some toxic women who are like, yo, oh, well, they're gonna believe me anyway because of the times that we're in, so let me just like get my shit off, right?
0: Mm -hmm.
2: Um, And it's hard for other women to admit that, but we know, we know that, you know what I mean? And so when all of this was happening, it's like, we can't swear for anybody, we're not in their bedrooms, we're not in their households, but just we're just going based on like what we see, what we hear, whatever the case may be. And it's just like, I think that's super, it's annoying to me. It's annoying Mm -hmm. when people try to, and I have experienced this as well, where Mm -hmm. people try to deal with you or address you or talk to you um, or treat you like the you they used to know yes and expect the you that they are used to mm-hmm. to be the the you that responds to them mm-hmm. and i think that's exactly like what was happening or what is happening with the whole like tahiri and joe situation it's, and it, like to answer like do i think people can like when when do people when does when does somebody's past not be held against them it, it's like I just feel like, I feel like everyone has the, the, the ability to change and grow. Like that's, it's as simple Mm -hmm. as that. You know what I mean? I think it's very, I I completely understand. And, And it's such a thing in society where you're constantly torn between two mindsets, because on one hand, you know, it's the, you know, um, you know, when, when a person shows you who they are in the beginning, believe them, you know, um, mm-hmm. so if you're you're if you're more of that mentality, it's like, well, you you dogged me out before, even if it was 10 years ago, but I still know that that's a part of your character or it could be. Yeah. Versus the mentality of. No, everybody deserves like grace and room to grow and evolve. But if you continue to show me, you know, that side of you, then I'm going to say, OK, that's just who you are now. So. I don't know. Like definitely I've done questionable things where I'm just like, yo, like, you know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. people who know you from like back in the day, they probably assume that you're still that person. And, and when you're not, they, they don't know how to like react to the new you. So they still try to like pull you into that old, old you. Got it. Um, which happens yeah. a lot and it's unfortunate
1: yeah yeah it's um hmm it's it's wild like I sometimes will go back and look on my Facebook and like scroll through some of the pictures even on my Instagram I'll scroll through some of the pictures and I'm just like yo what the hell was I wearing back then like I used to be very risky with my outfits
2: right
1: (laughs) there's certain things that I just would not wear now now yeah. But I would I totally wore them there because I felt I was fearless. I've been in certain predicaments where again I thought I was fearless doing doing certain things where I know I shouldn't have, or like taking drunk photos, which I know right. we all have done. Like we of had a course. drink in our hand and we look wasted. Mm-hmm. Like I seen a photo when you and I used to go to New York, I think it was for your birthday. I'll never forget this we went with um, the Scotians,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: we were staying at my aunt, uncle's place, and we went to this place called Mars,
0: Lord. I believe,
1: and it was, and it was, <laughs> and it was, it was in Times Square, and it was like an all-white party, and it, it was for a long, long weekend, because yeah, it was in November, close to like um, Thanksgiving,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: I remember taking a photo. I still think I have it up there, to be honest. And um, taking a photo, somebody, you know, those guys, those promoter
0: guys,
1: they would ask you to hold up their card and take a photo. And I looked at myself, I looked at my eyes, and I was like, yo, I was drunk as hell. Like, my mouth was kind of like push up. And I was trying to like, (laughs) pose. Mm. And I was like, who did I think I was? Who did I think I was? Like, I used to love when somebody would take a, like a drunk photo of me, like me laughing or just like- Not
2: love. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs>
1: oh my God. Yeah. It, looked, it looked cute. It looked like you are having fun. And yeah. that's the whole idea was to impress the show like, yeah, I'm
2: here, like I'm you're out here, here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 oh God, no, trust me, i I still and that's the thing. Facebook won't let you be graded if Facebook digs up the oldest thing, cause the thing is i I rarely go on my Facebook, but when I do. I, I do try to look for these old ass photos to like probably take them off the internet but mm-hmm. keep them in my phone like privately or whatever but yeah. it never fails there's still always something that's just lingering on Facebook yeah. but yeah I remember that same party i I feel like it was the same time we saw like Drake and Trey songs together yes. at the, end of the first time and that was yes. obviously before Drake was like a super big deal Yes. And we were just, it, it's like, at that time in life, it was so like, yo, I didn't have a good time unless I am crawling out of the club. Like, we've all been there. Like, you know, if I leave the club sober, the night was Trust whack. You. Like, Trust me. you know, it was just that thing. But as far as like those pictures and taking, oh, yeah, like, I, I don't know if I, I feel like at that time I was channeling um, Posh Spice. Because I was super skinny and I had a bob style, okay? Yes. I had a blonde bob. So I was on my, like, posh spice shit, okay? You couldn't tell me shit. And I had my little two-piece custom-made white sequins outfit, okay? That was mad itchy because there was no lining in it, but it was poppin'. Like, you couldn't tell me shit. Trust (laughs) me.
1: Trust me. Trust me, we were on what? That's when I had like my slick do. Yes. Slick, slick, slick. And I loved white shirts, like white shirts. And i just wear a panty underneath it with heels.
2: With heels. Excuse me? <laughs> what? What am I doing? Oh, god Oh, oh my goodness. God. But like those are the
1: things that I mean, totally different extremes from what. Yes,
2: like, yes, of course. The,
1: the Joe Budden and so on are going through. But I know with a lot of men, for instance. Like there's a lot of men that did some shit back in the day.
0: Yeah.
1: Like crazy, crazy shit from one girl to this girl, to this girl, to this girl. And then they met that one girl that's just changed their lives. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. then some girl or someone. I remember when
2: he used to be like this and when he used to be like that. So what is, okay. So, so just going off of that, like what do you think would be your how would you deal with that situation like how do you feel all right let's just say let's just Mm -hmm. paint the picture here okay you meet a man Mm -hmm. you know um you guys hit it off. You, you know, it's now times. So you're grown. Mm-hmm. You know what you want in a relationship. All of that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. You are popular. You you've been out here from a long time. So you know a lot of people. But let's mm-hmm. just say this man was just somebody that you just never cross paths with for one reason or an ex. Mm -hmm. and and you know you hit it off it's all great he is you know the person that you're like wow i can really build with this man like i'm I'm feeling him like he's mature Mm -hmm. he's everything that i want and then you get a call or a dm or something that's like girl you might want to think twice about him because he was with this person that person that person and he did that them dirty and that dirty Mm -hmm. and like how do you How do you receive that information? I mean,
1: you know, I'm I'm a pretty upfront person. Mm -hmm. So if something comes to me about somebody that I care about, whether it be friend, like if somebody, if somebody comes to me and be like, oh yeah, Sharon is this, I'm going to be like, okay, cool. Like it all depends on how extreme it is. Mm -hmm. Like I would come to you and be like, yo, this person told me this shit. And I'm just like, yo, like, what is this about? And it again, it all depends on us. If, it, if it's just like, yo, Sharona is whack, and I don't know why you're friends with her, and blah blah blah, like I'm just gonna be like, oh, okay, cool, and keep it moving. But if it's something like, yo, Sharona beats man, <laughs> like let's just say that, like she's out here, she was out here, and she beat some dude, and whatever, whatever. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna be like, mm, okay, let me just come to her and
2: like, okay, the but Okay, yeah. that's friends. Friends yeah, is a different if, ball game. What yes. about if it's your man that you're trying to build? Exactly. The stakes okay. are higher with that.
1: Yeah. So I've actually dealt with a guy who had quite a bit of a past before. Like in his early 20s, he was a gallus. Mm-hmm. Like hardcore gallus. He used to deal do a lot of shit. Like mm-hmm. from doing shit more or less, used to sell drugs, that type of shit. Used to have women that he used to, I'll um, be very candid, used to pimp. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like that, was, that was his thing. And years later, we met and he was a completely different person. And we talk about that life and so on
0: mm-hmm. so
1: I mean sometimes it's a little cringy because I want you to be open yeah and sometimes the truth hurts
2: yeah mm-hmm.
1: but it's just like like I say I ask a lot of questions like if if somebody was supposed to say yo that man beat me mm-hmm And I really cared about him. And I knew that, yeah, he's not really out here. Like the few other relationships he's been in, Um, he never beat somebody. It's just this one girl that came up to me and said it. I'm just giving a scenario. This didn't actually happen, but Mm -hmm. I'm just saying. I would ask him, like, what was going on in your life then? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Honestly. Because like I say, people change.
2: Yeah.
1: And if it's just one girl or even two girls that came to me and be like, yo, when I was 21, he was 22, this is what happened, and the dude right now is like 36, I would be like, what was going on in your life, in your life back then? Like, what happened? And I would, if he is like, yeah, this is what I was going through, yes, I put my hand on her and whatever, blah, 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 I would say something. I'd be like, okay, you know, like, that's foul. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, you know, she deserved it. It's not going to be like that because at the end of the day, I'm female and I'm going to feel a certain way. Whether it be a lie or not, I don't know. I'm just going by a word. I would confront the guy and say something and bring it up and give my thoughts to the situation. Now, dudes lie. Mm
0: -hmm. Dudes lie. Like,
1: or they don't want they put their past so far behind them to the point where they don't even want to bring up a situation like that yeah. or, and so on. So it's like,
2: and that's a thing, sorry, just to yeah. jump in. Like, that's a thing. Like, I think like further into it's, it's a great question to ask where were you in life at that time? And hmm. based on how he responds to you, that will show you his character like mm-hmm. i am bringing this real ass situation to you that is a real concern of mine if you try to sweep this under a rug it's an instant red flag for me yes. Like, you know if you try to blame the girl if you try to say yo she's she, uh, why would she even come to you with that that's foolishness like instant red flag but mm-hmm. if you as a man take ownership and explain and express where you were in life and more more than that how you have overcome or rehabilitated from that ex- from that experience or that mindset that you were in at that time because mm-hmm. if you don't say yo you know i've taken these steps to make sure that i never you know get to that level again or i've you know um you know, do whatever to rehabilitate yourself in whatever way, if it's therapy, if it's this, if it's confronting, you know, your own demons or whatever it is, like, there has to be something as a grown man that you have to say, like, to show and convince me that, like, this is not who you are anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because, because if you don't, all that tells me is, this is, possible it could possibly happen to me if you get that upset at me exactly and that's why like oftentimes when you hear people talking about relationships or you know therapists or coaches or whoever or just people who have lived life and experience they'll Uh always say like you know as much as you are um asking people, you know, where do you see yourself in 10 years? You know, what what kind of relationship do you have with your mom? You know, what are your finances? Mm -hmm. Like, what's your credit? Like, as, as much as you are asking those types of questions, because you're seeing yourself in that person's life, it's important to ask them, you know, about their level of anger and like, what do they How do they get when they're angry? Like, Mm -hmm. and unfortunately, it's one of those situations where it's like, you almost won't really know the truth until you're in that situation.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: But you have to observe people's temperament. You know what I mean? It's not, Mm -hmm. I know when we were younger, it was attractive if a man would fight for you or like, you know, every woman wants their man to protect them, right? Of course. Mm -hmm. But the hot head short tempered hot tempered dude growing up into a man that's a danger zone because Indeed. what that shows me is you're not in control of yourself or your emotions. Don't tell me you blacked out and this happened. nah mm-hmm. that tells me you are a person who is out of control Facts. you know what I mean that's not attractive, Facts. so it's like yeah there's there's a lot, and then you see people who like you know they might just walk away from a situation and you know what i'm not even trying to allow you to like get me to that level i'm walking away from that and then the 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 immature person would look at that and be like oh you're soft well you're gonna make people walk all over you Mm -hmm. but it's not even that half the time it's like when you are aware of yourself Mm -hmm. it's like nah like i'm not gonna make this person just draw me out you know what i mean but i feel feel like that's a, a equally important part of a conversation in in getting to know somebody like
1: yeah you know? and those those are the questions i like some people think i may ask a lot of questions like i was talking to this dude like last week I was hanging out with him and he was just like yo you're a real straight up straight up woman i'm like Absolutely. damn right like, damn he's, like he was just like yo you know like you just ask a question no matter what like i seen him with a girl and this is a guy that i'm s- somewhat interested in mm. and his girl like his friend um, she like we're all hanging out together. Like it was just me and him at first in his backyard. And then the friend came. And I'm like, all right, cool, more the merrier. Da-da-da-da. Like we're all hanging out and whatever. I'm not that girl that's gonna be like, mm. who is she? <laughs> whatever. Mm-hmm. Like me and him are not into that anything. And even if, even if that was the case, this is his brethren, it's all good. Mm-hmm. So she was there, we're all kikiing, laughing, whatever, whatever. And then she left. And I was just like, oh, she's, she's cool. We ended up, me and her ended up knowing the same people. And I asked him, just like, yo, did you guys ever fuck? And he's mm-hmm. just like, well, you know, we had like a one, two, but it's nothing like that. And I was like, okay,
2: cool. Mm-hmm. And he was just, just so like. So you're aware.
1: Yeah. And he's just like, yo. <laughs> he's was like, you're serious. I'm like, listen, she's a pretty girl. You're attractive. These are the questions I need to ask. Like, mm-hmm. That's it. Like, at least I know. So I'm aware. But if you're going to lie and say, yo, yeah, we didn't have anything, whatever, whatever. And then I find out that you guys have something, I'm going to be pissed. Absolutely. I'm not necessarily saying that you're going to be doing something with her and whatever while we're together. That's not the case. But, but the thing thing about it is, is that you lied to me But yeah. you could just say, yeah we did something was long ago
2: and i feel like the best time to tell the truth is right at the beginning when a person's asking you or if you are like just fresh fresh into getting to know that person because you're you're not emotionally connected yet in that Mm. way you guys could have an attraction towards each other like each other whatever like i remember i was in that same situation like years and years and years ago and this dude that I, I like I was just talking to him or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you know, we were getting close and everything like that. And he like and this was quite refreshing, you know, he was the one that said to me, like, hey, like, you know, just so you know, you know, I used to talk to like that girl that you know like mm-hmm. just you know i know that you guys know each other and bef- before anything like comes up i'm not sure if you're aware but like i used to talk to her we, again it, nothing crazy serious we had our moment in time and that was it mm-hmm. and i already knew that you know mm-hmm. what i mean but for me that was like at that time again we're talking early 20s so you're 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 not as um up and and you know, confrontational the way, or I won't say confrontational, but you're not as straightforward as I would be today. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. at that time, when I learned that information, you know, I already knew, I just wasn't sharing it with him that that I knew. What my motive or what my tactic was at that time, I, I can't even tell you. It was uh-huh. just like, oh, oh, you know, I'm not left in the dark about this, even if he thinks that I am but Mm -hmm. the fact that he was the one who said to me like hey just you know fyi like i used to talk to that girl like whatever i see that you guys hang out sometimes i know that you know each other so i just want to you know i'm i like you a lot and i just want that to be out in the open kind of thing and Mm -hmm. i was like i said to him at that time i was like oh yeah i'm aware Mm -hmm. you know and and then that was it and he kind of was like oh okay cool and
0: I was like all right cool yeah Yeah.
2: (laughs) you know what I mean but I'm I can say that I did appreciate that you know as that is rare and we're talking you know 10 plus 10 15 years ago Mm -hmm. so you you know that guys at that time in their 20s and whatever are not going to just put themselves out there like that. You know what I mean? Because everything's a secret and that is that. But it's like, <sighs> now, it's like the best thing to do mm-hmm. is be as open and honest as you can from the jump, you know? Yeah. So, so for you as a woman, like if you felt some type of way when he said that to you, y- you have the control to decide what your next move is going to be. Because he, yeah. he already, he said it, like, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's it's a, it's a it's a sticky situation, especially when it comes on to, like, if it's a relationship thing and it's just something minor. where he did, cool, but it's just like when the whole beating thing comes in. It's just it's oh, yeah. it's so sticky because it's violence, just like
0: yeah.
1: yeah, violence is an as a whole other ball game. Like, I'm I'm looking at you a little weird, especially if it's like a one two girl that's coming up to me and saying something it's just oh and then again it's just like you don't know who to believe because you like i said as a woman especially a black woman when another black woman's coming up to you and telling you this or you're hearing it from the grapevine that he did this to another black woman it's just like really like is she just hating right now or did this really happen and what happened? Like, why? Like, why did he do this? Like, it is so. It's it's so messed up. It's it's yeah. so messed up for real.
2: Because domestic violence is nothing to ever take lightly,
1: girl.
2: And yeah, it's very scary. And yeah. also, but then when it when it comes to the rehabilitation of a man mm-hmm. like that, and even women, women are abusive too. You know, um, it's that thing of like, I don't know, it's just like a discernment thing. Like, do you believe them or do you not? Do you give them the benefit of the doubt? Do you judge them on their past? Do Do you judge them for what they're showing you right now? Because like you said, you can get with the man and he becomes the most amazing man. And of course you'll have some women who are bitter about that. Like, Oh, I, mm-hmm. I was with him when he was, this is, and I went through the exactly. trenches with him and now he's all re- rehabilitated and you, you get that version of him and it's not fair and whatever. Everyone has their different, you know, emotions towards things, but it's like, I think at, at the end of the day, like it's, I feel like, Just, you know, just the back to basics, rule of thumb, like, treat people how you want to be treated, like, in the area of grace, in the area of forgiveness, like, all of those things, you know?
1: And what's the motive? Like, is there a price? (laughs) It's the thing. Like, what is, what's the motive of this woman saying all of this? Like, what is she, is there a gain? Is it really true? Are you, like... Because I always, I always question that with women, like, or just people in general that doesn't know a person that um, their ex is with, and they just feel the need to say something. Are they on this whole, like, I need to protect this woman
0: type Mm -hmm. thing? Mm -hmm.
1: Is it a hate thing? like like what you're saying oh you're with him when he's good and he's an angel and i was with him running through the trenches and he beat my ass where he was verbally abusive to me but you get this new product is it that bitter thing is it like they see this man on a come up and maybe the woman is not in a good position is it a money Like there's so many there's so many
2: things there's so many different yeah. things and it just boils down to like the character of the woman mm-hmm. or the man um yeah. because i know situations where you know i know people who have you know married a woman who Everyone was like, yo, she's a hoe. She's this. Why are you Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. going to? But then that man decides to not listen to the he said, she said, and Mm -hmm. marries that woman. Mm -hmm. And they end up having, you know, a fruitful, beautiful relationship. Absolutely. Um, So, my question to you would be like, all right, so let's like reverse it. So, let's say that you had an ex who was. Mm -hmm. Um, maybe he cheated on you. We don't have to say that he was physically abusive or or maybe he was. Let's just say he just was not the dude at that time. But mm-hmm. you have now seen him move on. He's mm-hmm. in a beautiful, fruitful relationship as far as Instagram will show us. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you even have mutual friends still mm-hmm. with, with the man or the woman. Mm-hmm. But for in your experience with him, he was extremely um abusive you know verbally emotionally possibly physically do would you as a woman say something to the new girl
1: so he was he was fucked up with me but yeah to her she's he's like amazing
2: yeah um
1: in something like that to be honest Mm. um something similar where Mm. i was dating a guy who was extremely insecure but at that time i didn't know it was like i just liked him and um very he was very territorial extremely insecure and um just wasn't really happy where his career was going and um yeah we were on an emotional roller coaster for like five years on and off on and off on and off and um I remember one time I think I I was breaking up with him I think it was like the first time I broke up with him and he and we were on the phone and I believe I was 21 at the time and all of a sudden I hear this boom Sound. I was like, "Yo, did something drop?"
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I was just like, "Yo, are you okay?" He was just like, "Yeah, I just hurt my hand." I'm like, "What do you mean?" And he was like, "Yeah, I just hurt my hand." I'm like, "Yo, that did not sound like that." And he was just like, "Okay, yeah, I just punched the wall.
0: Mm. I just like, okay,
1: my wall." And I'm like, oh, "Okay, mm-hmm. cool, whatever." And then I wanted to get back with him, and he did. Like he pretended that he wanted to get back with wanted to get back with me. And he did some like fucked up shit to like he like wheeled me in mm-hmm. and then did some fucked up shit and then kind of came in like basically try to turn it back on me. Like, oh, you broke up with me, now I'm breaking up with you type thing. Like a tit for tat type of thing.
2: Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. And
1: I was just like, yeah, you are fucking crazy. You have issues. Yeah not we're not doing this so completely stop talking to him and whatever a girl i know told me that her friend was dating a guy and it sounded very similar to this ex Mm -hmm. and this was about maybe like me and him dated when i was 20 21 22 and was on and off here and there for a few years but completely cut it to Turkey when I was maybe about 24, 25.
0: Mm-hmm. She,
1: this situation came to me in my, I'd say I was 29 to 30 possibly when I heard about him and her um, dealing. Mm-hmm. I didn't know the girl. I just knew her through my friend. Mm-hmm. And things were cool from my understanding. And then she calls me mm. and tells me She she finds me on Instagram mm-hmm. and tells me that she wants to talk to me
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm like all right cool and then I went on her Facebook or Instagram and she had like a like pages of a situation that happened with him and her and it was domestic violence oh no So I was just like, yo, what the hell? Like, is this for real? So then she asked to meet up. Wow. And I'm like, okay, this is odd. And she told me everything that happened. And, um, yeah, it it was wild. Like, a really wild story. How he was verbally abusive to her. How he's done some crazy shit to her to make her feel horribly, but she didn't really know a lot of people in Toronto. And um, yeah, she just knew him and he made her feel good at first and then later down the line.
2: So did you share your experience with her?
1: Well, here's the thing. She asked me if he was ever physically abusive to me. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no, like, I'm like, if that was the case, you wouldn't be able to deal with him because he would be dead <laughs>
0: mm-hmm,
1: right, <laughs> and, that, right. and that's the bottom line and that's what i said to her I was like you would be he would be dead like there would be no you and him talking so yeah he was never physically abusive with me mm-hmm. um we had a situation where he was very insecure and he never really called me names or anything it was just more of a jealousy thing And Mm -hmm. he would go into a shell because he was he wasn't really happy with how his life was going. I just saw more insecurity than anything else. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So she didn't she she didn't understand why she got the other half. But the similarities in terms of the insecurity and everything was a common fact. And yeah, so I mean, I told her my story in terms of what I went through with him and whatever. And I mean, we me and her are like cool to this day. This guy, like, I blocked him on all social media because the fact of the matter is, is that I believe her because I've seen evidence. Yeah, and that's all I'm gonna really say about that. Yeah, but um, yeah, I totally believe her in terms of what she went through. Um, and I've seen this man on the road. He's tried to say what's up to me, and I look the other way because yeah, like, yeah, 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 you're an asshole.
2: Yeah. <laughs> No, I get that, and I was going to say that. Um, yeah, if if a woman, if the new woman came to me, like came to me and was like, "Yo, hey, I'm dealing with this man right now. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm experiencing. Have you ever had this experience?" I would one hundred percent tell her. Yeah. Because at that point, it's the, you know, I'm. I'm going to always be on the side of the woman regardless.
1: Absolutely. in,
2: In those situations. And like, you know, I've been in situations where I... And that's the thing. I say I've dealt with a guy who was like completely toxic and was just like, "Yo, ill." Like I would never look in that direction ever again.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It's like I would obviously know that he's seeing other girls after me, but I wouldn't know who they were. So I've never mm-hmm. like known who they were. Um, but overall, I never. Yeah, like I, I would always if somebody were to asked me about my experience I would say something would Mm -hmm. I like seek find the new girl and be like hey just a heads up this is what I dealt with with him I don't think I would do that um, because I don't know if she's experiencing the same person that I experienced Mm -hmm. like it's a tricky thing right because it goes it goes back to that thing of maybe he's not like that with her so yeah. I don't want to necessarily jump into somebody's relationship and be like, hey, just so you know, he's the low down dirty nigga, like you know, <laughs> in case like he's awesome to her. Yeah. Uh, if If he wasn't and there were signs of that, or like I said, somebody came to me and was like, hey, like, can I get a little insight here? I'm not going to be the like, person that's like mm, that's your business now girl figure it out on your own like I'm not gonna do that
1: yeah I, I just I, I couldn't do that like that would kill me inside because what if something really happens to her like after yeah. like maybe if I say nope that didn't happen to me girl or just be like yeah he's like that all the time like don't worry girl it's just that one time just that one time and mm-hmm. whatever and then she goes back to him and then she ends up really hurt or dead. Mm-hmm. Like I would feel like shit. Of course. <laughs> I feel of like course. absolute shit. So it's just like, it's, it's such a sticky situation because it's all about a motive. Like you, you wonder like what is the person's motive to them telling you this information? Like if you're with your man and everything's good and somebody comes to you and be like, yeah, your man's a dog. <laughs>
2: yeah
1: like what is the motive and it's a
2: yeah and 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 some women are different I know Mm. of women who have been in that situation where it was actually like you know a girl and her close brethrens Mm. and the close brethren was saying to the girl who was in the relationship she was like yo listen I'm talking to you as my girl as my sister, like, that dude that you're with is dead wrong. Like, I, he was doing this, this, that, and the third. And the the girl in the relationship got upset at the friend for telling her. Mm-hmm. So that's a you whole other thing, that? right? It's like, yo, what are you trying to do? Sabotage my relationship? Why are you telling me he's a man? A man's going to mm-hmm. do what he's going to do. But at the end of the day, like, I'm still happy. So why are you trying to take away my happiness? So it, it's like... I don't know. Like, what do you do in that situation? Cause you're just trying to do what you think is right. But Mm -hmm. then your friend feels like you're trying to sabotage her relationship. So it's like that it boils down to like, okay, well, let me just stay the hell out of grown folk business. You know what I mean? (laughs) So it's like, I don't know. I think it's one of those situations where you have to assess each situation as an individual situation. You can't like bundle them all together to be like, I'm always going to do this or I'm always going to do that. Facts. That's yeah nice. but anyway let's take a break yes we'll right
1: so now it's dry cleaning the spilled tea mm-hmm. I, I really love that title you always it's say so, that <laughs> 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 it's so clever it's so clever so sure no obviously we're in a pandemic mm-hmm. like and it's especially in our industry and entertainment and film and so on it's it's hard right now or it's it's picking back up like crazy like I was looking on on um what do you call it like how many productions or how many shows are happening mm-hmm. in the month of like September and October and I was just like yo wow when I was scrolling I was scro- I my like my my hand just kept scrolling and I was just like this is insane obviously because of backlog from things that were supposed to happen from the beginning of this year mm-hmm. but now resumed so yeah praise praise God that these are happening because yeah your girl needs money but anyways <laughs> anyways with that being said um obviously during the pandemic many things have shut down um including film and television many celebrities are jumping on the only fans ba- bandwagon
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: um I wish I knew about stocks because I think I, th- I don't think you can stock only fans I think they're private
0: mm-hmm, yeah because I, mm-hmm. I
1: heard a few people talking about how they would want to get shares in only fans because <laughs> that's like the biggest thing right now
2: yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah, huge um with that being said not only are entertainers jumping on the bandwagon um many people with um regular jobs are doing so and a few weeks ago um there was this thing online about a young woman i believe she's in the states and she is a teacher Mm -hmm. and um looks like funds are low i don't know how the education system works in the states i'm not sure um i know teachers get paid shit when they're in the states um i don't know if their pay decreased over there when they decide to do online i have no idea i know in toronto it's a little different where their pay pretty much stays the same
0: Mm -hmm. in the
1: states it could be very different but this young lady who is a teacher. I believe she teaches high school. She was down and out and decided to do an OnlyFans.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it looks like one of her students or a student in that school found her page.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The student, I believe. When you're in high school, I think you're maybe what's, I think the highest um, your highest age is, what, 17 or 18? Yeah. If, I'm, if anything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, a 17 or 18-year-old student found her on OnlyFans. And this woman got fired. Mm-mm. So I'm like, okay. <sighs> There's a part of me that's just like, okay, I get it. Because from my understanding, in school, when you become a teacher... And I think in the documents, you gotta like make sure that your social media is possibly even locked. Or if you have a social media that you're presenting like respectable things because you are a teacher, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. But teachers also have a life. And most teachers or even all teachers don't take their teacher life home.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: What they do it after the clock is their business. So then there's that aspect. At the same time, too, I do believe that she is a teacher and she should conduct herself in a, in a specific way. So it's just like there's look at this, there's this thing where it's just like, okay, should the girl be reprimanded for this then you're looking at the kid who is 18, who maybe shouldn't really be on OnlyFans to begin with, because I think I think the requirement to even look at an OnlyFans or be on OnlyFans, yeah, I think you gotta be 21. And this dude was what, what 17, 18 years old. So how did he even get on OnlyFans type thing? So it's just like, who's in the wrong here? Is there even a wrong type of thing? And like I said, she's down and out for money. So like how far would you go for money? And that kind of circles back to the whole like Tahiri thing with obviously Joe Budden and whatever whatever. Tahiri's down and out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Not really making much money at the moment, because everything stopped. Gigs stop, appearances stop, all that jazz. So there's speculation about her being paid to talk crap. So like do you i hate saying do you have a price
2: what's <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. well, your price um yes yeah um so in regards to that with the whole teacher thing yeah i know what you mean it's kind of both you know it's it's kind of uh I'm kind of on on both sides of the fence with that one because, yes, teachers have a life. They are individuals, they are people, and at the end of the day, you can't stop anybody um, from making money how they see best to make their money. You know what I mean? Like, everyone's in different financial situations. So it's like, who is anyone to be like? You shouldn't be doing that. You shouldn't be doing that, especially if like your mm-hmm. main source of income is drying up. Um, as far as a mm-hmm. teacher, I do agree with like, perhaps teachers and and anybody working with children, working with minors, of course, they do need to, um, and not just working with children. Really, in in m- multiple different fields, you know what I mean. Even me mm-hmm. in in working in film and television, like I don't just have a bunch of work people on my social media. Like you know, I mean, of course they can find me. Mm-hmm. My shit's open, but because of that, I'm always aware of what I'm putting on social media. OnlyFans is a different mm-hmm. thing. It's 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 specified to, you know, a more sexual sort of platform or whatever. Um, I mean, maybe she could have like wore a mask in her <laughs> in her videos like create that sort true. of like fantasy thing true. so she true. could have been getting it, doing what she's doing and and kind of disguise her appearance um true you know kids are fast so any 18 year old is going to go on only fans regardless i don't know how it works i've never been on the site but as far as being mm-hmm. 21 if if it's not something you have to really prove then it's easy for them to like lurk and find her Um, I don't think Mm -hmm. she should have been fired, especially just like that. It's like, maybe there could have Mm -hmm. been some kind of conversation. I don't know, but it's like, yeah, that's tricky, especially in a system where your wages could just be chopped at at the drop of a dime because you're not an owner and Mm -hmm. you're working for a system you're working for, um, a school board or whatever the case may be. Um as mm-hmm. far as like what my price would be to, you know, how <laughs> how far would I go to like make an extra dollar or whatever. Um mm-hmm. I this sounds cliche and people might listen and be like, "Yeah, okay." But like <laughs> I, I don't I don't have a price. I don't have a yeah. price because I um I I don't love money. Like, I receive mm-hmm. money, I appreciate money, we all need money, but
0: mm-hmm.
2: just the way my, just the way I'm set up as a human being, like, it, I'm not mm-hmm. ever going to put myself in that situation, like, I, and it's different, because we have a few other options before we go that route of, like, the, mm-hmm. I think. I think why people put prices on them is not because they can't get money to, to, um, to give them their basic needs. You know, you can, you can be on welfare, you can be on some type of government assistance, mm-hmm. but they, they, they associate a price with the lifestyle they want yes. to live. They associate yes. a price with a lifestyle that they want to continue to maintain. Mm-hmm. So people who become, you know, down and out for, for money or money's not running like how they used to, they've already become accustomed to a particular lifestyle. If, I, if I'm already spending two bills every two weeks on my nails, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to go without that. So, mm-hmm. you know, where, cause I just feel like bef- there's so many steps that can happen before getting to that place of let me throw my morality in the garbage and get this paper. Mm-hmm. Like, like there's so, you could downscale your life, your lifestyle, you know? Um, yeah. So for me, it's like, I don't know, I've never, I, I guess maybe I'm, it's also a fortunate bubble that we live in. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know having our families in our lives you know being in Canada and and having certain resources maybe it's a combination of those things but it's like I couldn't picture myself like just you know somebody paying me a check to talk shit or to yeah. or to like lie on somebody's character you know what I mean because I'm such a youth mm-hmm. like I understand sowing and reaping in every area of life. Mm-hmm. So I would never want that to happen to me. So, like, I'm not just going to yeah. voluntarily do that to somebody. But money and lifestyle is a drug, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I it's not hard for me to understand. I, I would never mm-hmm. look at somebody, you know, you being any of these girls. Like, you know, we were talking about it. Like, we're seeing these girls and this is not new but you're seeing more and more you know these girls who their whole career is based on um the clout chase you know dealing with men yes you know having sex with celebrities to get flued out to to you know get a thousand dollars here twenty thousand here maybe get a birkin bag like whatever it is that equates to like um to like a certain lifestyle you know and that has become Mm -hmm. their motive and their job and i'll never look at any of those women and be like why are you doing this because i know exactly why Mm -hmm. you're you're trying to you're aspiring for a particular lifestyle and that you don't necessarily want to work for yourself but it's like so i understand why people do that but for me it's just like "Mm, nah, i'm good like uh yeah I'm okay, <laughs> you know. Um, I I feel you.
1: I feel you one thousand percent. Hmm. I remember. I have so many New York stories. I swear I should write a book.
0: Yeah. I remember sure. when I was. <laughs> it's,
1: it's wild. Um, I remember while I was in New York, um, just like down and out, basically, mm-hmm. and I met this guy, who he was was quite connected in well somewhat
0: so,
1: you know when you're young and when somebody says they're connected and they're really not connected they just know somebody that, that knows somebody that knows somebody that knows diddy type of thing but yeah, yeah. you in your mind think oh that's still close <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so you're
1: like because it's it's all a big talk and when you're young and you're in, you're from a city that doesn't really have a lot of opportunities you go into a city that does you feel everybody knows everybody and it it's just um a thing where it's just like yeah i'll connect you to this person but this person was quite connected and um he found out that I knew somebody in the music industry. Um, this um, this person, and uh, me and this person are quite close. And he's just like, "Oh, I found out you knew so and so." I'm just like, "Yeah, that's the homie." Da da da. And he's just like, "Okay, cool. Yeah, I've been trying to get a hold of this person for uh, quite some time." I'm like, "All right, cool." And he's just like, "Oh." So like, are you going to run me the number? I'm like, mm? Mm. And I was just like, I'm going to find out from this person first, if I can do that because mm-hmm. I'm just not going to give you this person's number considering mm-hmm. the fact that this person has like, she's, she, he or she is known. And he's just like, yeah, you know, like I would do anything. Like, what's your price? He actually flat out said, what's my price? I'm like my price for what? And he was just like, oh, oh. No. like I would give you certain certain amount of money or like connect you to who and whatever, whatever. Um, I'm like, um, and I'll be very honest, very like transparent. Moment, there was a part of me that was just like, hmm, trying to put numbers in my head. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: like no I I because mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm in New York, I'm down and out, I'm like. I'm at an internship where I'm not making any money.
0: Yeah.
1: And I'm basically living off of a credit card, and the mm-hmm. credit card is about to be done. So, like, you're gonna connect me to this person to get more gigs and money? Hmm. Okay. Yeah. And then I was just saying, mm, but then what if this guy is talking pure trash, just wants the number, calls up my friend, and is talking pure shit? And yeah. then this guy goes and tells my friend, like, "Oh, I got it from, so on and so on, like that doesn't look good on me, right, So oh, so I didn't give him the number, and um, yeah, I was just like, damn, like people are really out here like doing this type of stuff like Absolutely. it's a real it's a real thing in regards to the whole, whole like <laughs> doing things that are Immortal isn't immoral or not moral. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not moral to me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, at the end of the day, whoever's on their OnlyFans journey, kudos to them. Like, kudos to them. Because I've even heard women showcase their feet on
2: OnlyFans and
1: are making bank because
2: people- <laughs> one girl is acting like a dog on there, like, <laughs> like roof, roof, like on the ground, wet, wiggle her butt like a tail, and she's cashing saying, out. Ruff, ruff. She's cashing out, so yeah. <laughs> I'm not mad at Did it. Did not ever.
1: just say woof,
0: woof.
2: <laughs> but, that's what I'm saying.
1: People are doing stupid shit and like, I think I saw a story on that and just bought a house or something of that nature. Mm-hmm. So like people are doing some mad, crazy shit. And then I I respect the fact that you're saying, yeah, the girl could have put on a mask and she could have been on her business. Like, yo, masks are sexy, especially now when it's Corona, you could have put on a mask. No one would know. It would have been in character, totally on theme, on brand. Mm -hmm. But like I've been down and out. I was down and out this year when certain things stopped in film Mm
2: -hmm. and so on.
1: And I had to figure out how to make more money. so like. I was just looking at merchandising jobs, like more merchandising stuff. And I found some in grocery stores and so on, something that's flexible and works in my schedule. It's not something that I want to do. I don't see like this being a long-term goal, but I need to make some type of loot. Mm-hmm. And I feel comfortable doing this. Like, I don't, I'm not saying, okay, I'm gonna go and do shelves and stocks and stuff like, and stock at a grocery store because I know a I I can't because of my I need flexibility I if it came down to it where I had no choice I would do that but I chose to do this because of the flexibility and so on and I know for myself I couldn't be out here on OnlyFans that's just my preference that's just me Mm -hmm. (laughs) but people are out here doing it so yeah yeah it's um to people out here really trying to like uphold that certain lifestyle and it's sad. yeah it's, it's a la sick. it's a
2: lifestyle <laughs> yeah and that's the thing right and that's the difference and i mean even just going back quickly to just what we've experienced during this whole coronavirus thing and 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 lockdowns and so many businesses have shut down Um, and large, big corporations have also gone under. So it's not just your little mom and pops. There's a lot of big corporations that just were unable to survive this time. Um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it really speaks to, like, it's not about, like, what you have. It's about what you save, what you invest. You know what I mean? Because what it says to me is, like, it really this time really puts in perspective like like how long can you sustain like that is actually what wealth is if you were not to make another dollar again you know or for this amount of time or maybe for the rest of your life how long based on what you have in your bank accounts your assets whatever the case how long would you be able to sustain and the Mm -hmm. answer to that question for majority of people is not very long, you know, I wouldn't be able to, um, you know, I don't have enough savings or whatever, whatever to sustain for this six months that I'm out of work or whatever the case may be. And so Mm -hmm. it all boils back down to like needing money to maintain like the lifestyle that you've created for yourself. But in, in achieving a lifestyle, I think it's equally important to make sure that you have the finances to maintain that lifestyle like already, like, you know, like it's hard to explain what I'm trying to say. Like, it's one thing to aspire, you know, we're all aspiring for a greater, higher, all these things. But it's like, if you can't comfortably, if, if you're taking your last to do something, you can't do that thing. Mm-hmm. Don't do that thing it shouldn't take your last to do anything you know what i mean like that's just my personal mentality it's just like if i can't do this comfortably then you know then i'm just not gonna do it until i can do it comfortably because this time has been a huge wake-up call for so many people us as individuals entrepreneurs business owners whatever that it's like you are at the mercy of people spending money with you, you Mm. know, and that, that is how the world goes around. You have consumers and, and, you know, buyers and da, 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 and sellers. And that's how, you know, the financial world goes around. But it's like, it just, it was just so, it's interesting to me to see how many like big corporations shut down because nobody was buying their product just for a few months, but they've been around for 20 years. It's, I don't know. It's very interesting to me. Facts. I, I don't know I know that there's a lot of overhead that needs to be paid and that sort of thing but it's like hmm I don't know I don't know it's yeah. interesting and that's why I understand when you know multimillionaires will be like yeah I still wear gap t-shirts and jeans and my one little Nike sneakers and I drive my little humble four-cylinder car and you know like I get it I get it. Mm. And of course, we all want nice lavish things. We wanna we have one life to live. Treat yourself the best, buy yourself the best. I totally am here for all of that. But it's like, I don't know. There just needs to be some sort of balance, I guess. I guess Agreed. That's what I'm trying to say. But yeah, anyway, oh, random question. Okay. <laughs> just popped into my head a, a little while ago. I want to ask you. All right, kinda on the same vibe. What's more important to you in a, let's just say, in a relationship or marriage, money or good sex? Damn! (laughs) You're with a dude, you know what I mean? Love him, care about him, all of that, all of that. Mm -hmm. But you had to is either one one or the other was the most popping thing which one would be the one for you how much money are we talking um money money like millions Hmm.
1: versus no money how bad are we talking in terms of sex
2: like whack, like pinky finger size. No, mm. not even no head game, like not nothing. Mm. Like totally bored. Am I, are we doing this? Am I sleeping? I can't tell. Like whack, 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 whack. Come in three seconds. Not like you have never this satisfied. Last...
1: What does he look like? He, he's, attractive.
2: <laughs> he's attractive. He's attractive. He's your type.
0: Mm. Mm. (laughs) Because
1: I'm here thinking, because you know what, I've been in something, like I've been in both situations before. Not millions, like the dude was making millions, but, Mm. and I've been with somebody that's good looking,
2: got no money. (laughs) I had bomb sex. yeah that's normally what happens (laughs) because he has to put all his damn effort into that
1: (laughs) oh my god okay so okay um honestly i would have to go with
2: You see, I have so many questions. Like... It's just, you have to pick one. There's just no questions. Okay. Okay. If
1: my dude wasn't really making millions, but he was making, like, he's financially stable no we're not
2: talking about financially Dead. stable fine it's not even millions they could just he's not financially stable period he's bouncing around <laughs> odd jobs here and there like okay yeah okay
1: so what am i choosing all right i would choose if i had to choose the thing that i
2: couldn't deal with is what you're saying <laughs> Which one do you, cho- which one do you choose? Do you cho- Are you, are you going to be, are you going to choose um, the guy who has, who is financially stable, mm-hmm. money can get you whatever you want, but has wax sex or are you going to have the guy who is great and bad, but just can't get it together financially?
1: I'm going to choose the one that, um, has the money. <laughs> okay. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. I'll, I'll tell you why. Um, and again, like if he had millions or not, like if he was financially just has it together, I will do that because I've been with a guy, like, like I said, I've been with a few men who are good looking as hell. Height, like everything, like well endowed like all of that stuff but but they just can't keep a job (laughs) Mm. they just can't get it together like there's always something going on and it it actually dries me up like i don't even want to have sex with you after that
2: right -hmm. Because
1: I'm a I'm a mental girl. Like it's, I'm not saying that I'm going after millionaires because I don't want to make it seem like I'm a gold digger or whatever. Mm -hmm. But it's like I love a man that's financially stable.
2: Yeah, and that listen, let's just get out of thinking or feeling that that is that is called a gold digger. Because it's not like you plan on being walkless. Thank you know you. what I mean? So if you're making millions one day, 100% you should be interested in a man making millions. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But Yeah.
1: Continue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like I I've been with men who just can't get it together and it's such a turnoff. I don't I don't even care how you look. I look at you and I'm just like yo what is wrong with this dude like why can't he keep a job like what and then I gotta worry about it too because you're my man and then we're trying to find you a job like a good job and it's just not going together where if though the sex is whack but you're bringing home the money and you're you're financially stable and you got the shit together and so on you're still good looking but you're just not there you know, I can teach you. I would, I don't like teaching people, mm-hmm. but I would teach. Mm-hmm. Yep. For that situation, I I, I will teach. I, w- I will teach you the ropes. Yeah. and Yeah. We will literally, I'll be like, all right, baby, let's go online. Yeah. Let's figure out what's going on. Let's, let's figure out what's going on. Like, what, what do you need? Because you got the money to get, like, do we need to get you, like, of those things to pump your dick like what do we need to do surgery what do we need yes do we need to get the surgery do we need to put on like a fake dick on you to make you feel good like do you gotta wear a strap like what we gonna do (laughs) what are we gonna do there's ways around that there's ways and i'm i'm open to teach somebody that is financially stable that has their career and stuff together
0: yeah, I will teach
1: you. I, I got
0: the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I got
1: all the time. <laughs> yeah, That's your only worry? Please. That's <laughs> okay. just my thoughts.
0: <laughs> Hi. Okay.
1: Oh, gosh. Okay. Where, what's yours? <laughs>
2: um, I'm picking the financially stable for sure. Mm-hmm. Over the walkless good sex. Cause, 'Cause guess what? Remember, I'm a I'm a vibes girl, so I, I, I could I could get it for myself. You feel Thank me? You. Like Thank I, you. you know, at the end of the day. But I think it is a a bigger battle to um to get over financial hurdles mm-hmm. and sexual hurdles. Like you said, it could just be our own thing we figure it out you know what are the alternatives there's so many different alternatives to that but i'm not going to downplay that you know good sex in a relationship is not important it's extremely important absolutely
1: Um, that's why we're researching
2: yeah exactly (laughs) extremely important um but it's like there are alternatives to that um Mm -hmm. But at the same time, see, it. it's, the, you see, you can go both ways. Cause then you can have a dude who like, and it depends on the guy himself. Like if is he, if he is not lazy and he's ambitious and he just can't catch a break and you can mm-hmm. build with him and, and you can get to your finances, you can achieve the financial Absolutely. things. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. if he already has like, the natural thing in check then that's cool mm-hmm. work with we can work on the finances at the same time it, at the same time it's like I like yeah I'm not just gonna pick up a dude that is starting at ground zero at this stage of my life like I'm not 20 years old I'm not, not yeah you know what I mean and I don't I don't feel bad for saying that so no because it's like I've been with both yeah. I've been with yeah. both I've, I Where, feel like I've had some type of the ex, both experiences as well. Yeah, you know.
1: abso- absolutely. Like, and I've, I've taught somebody <laughs> <laughs> and I'm quite proud that they're out here. <laughs> One of them just got married. Just thriving. <laughs> <laughs> He's thriving. <laughs> so like, that's great. I know like me and him will not do that again because we had our time and obviously he got married and stuff. So but that makes me happy. I'm like, yes, please her, do do what you need to do. Cause yeah, I helped you there. And he's been making money. Like from the time we met, he was, he had a, he's extremely smart, like one of the smartest men I've ever met and was doing, like he had a bit of a past. Back then he used to be in like gangs or whatever and then turned it around turned it around and went to some school in ottawa got his what is it an mba and came back and was working on like his phd and i'm like yes absolutely mm-hmm. around the time we were the, dating he was um just doing his mba and um is it mba why do i feel like i'm talking about the M- MBA?
2: <laughs> He's mba
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, MBA. Yes, I was saying MBA, but M and N. Yeah, me, mm-hmm. and, my, me and my mind. But yes, the MBA. And um, what sucks too, I mean, this is another, a little caveat to the finance, um, the finance guy that has the whack dick, mm-hmm. with the finance guy, or the financially stable guy, to maintain that financial, that financial stability, they're working a lot Mm -hmm. and sometimes that's not really cool either like there's guys that don't know how to balance that really like that really buzz because I know men like that where they're so focused on work and they're so focused on their career and making this money and whatever whatever and they're good and they need to maintain the money, especially being a black man in a, in an, like, there's that whole psychological thing that I've been in and that I, I broke up with a guy for that.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah.
1: And I, yeah. And the sex was, the sex was good. It was ever, like you had, I had both, I had good sex and a great, and the financial stability, but you'd hear from this guy, maybe like just by text, in the morning and you hear about you hear from him again the next day
2: yeah that's annoying
1: yeah yeah they don't know how to balance even though they say yeah i can balance yeah they have no idea so there's that thing too
2: yeah that's true yeah i mean everything i feel like everything we've talked about today like has it can go both ways it's all perspective and it's all like preference and yeah that I feel like it's like everything with life you know because the things that might matter to you might not matter to someone else and vice versa and to each his own at the end of the day mm-hmm. do you boo? do what makes you happy facts but yeah um that's
1: mm-hmm. it no you have your off-figure tip girl where are you going
2: no I know I know I know <laughs> like It's the weekend, okay? Um, All right, my off-figure tip. (laughs) So, so we good? We we done? we good. Thank you guys so much. (laughs) Uh Um, yeah. Um, my off-figure tip. Hmm. I think there's a few things that that I have as a tip. Just in like my recent experience with um, budgeting and particularly for film projects, I'll speak to the film people out there, um, mm-hmm. make sure that you incorporate everything into your budget. It's better to budget. Um, it's always going to be budget better to budget for the higher end of things and, mm-hmm. and realize that you didn't need that or realize that you can scale back in that area versus not budgeting for it and then realizing, shoot, now I need to find the money for it. So just an example, you know, in some of the projects that we're doing, I'm learning about, you know, editing and the type of software that editing takes, for example, and Mm -hmm. that everybody's computer doesn't have the capacity to um, edit, you know, a project that you'd be trying to do. And so what happens is you might have to go into an editing suite, like a rental space that is equipped with the equipment you need to edit, basically. Mm -hmm. So this, I I recently had the experience of needing to pay for an an editing suite. Mm
0: -hmm. And
2: it's like, you know, we, we got like a good little deal on it, but it's still a few hundred dollars that I wasn't expecting to spend on a project. Now, luckily, Mm -hmm. you know, there were other things that we came under budget for. So I was able to find the money for that. But it's like, it was just such a learning experience that like, okay, like my mind didn't think about these things before, but now I have to, like now Mm -hmm. I literally have to think of even things like another example, um, renting artwork, to put on your walls on your set you know what I mean Mm -hmm. you you won't always be allowed um to film the artwork that is currently in the space if it's not if you're not legally allowed to show that person's artwork you know what I mean so Mm -hmm. just like those different things but I'm just sharing that because I'm learning it in real time Mm -hmm. um and yeah and then um back to work, as I mentioned. So for the buyers out there, um, I know, you know, we had a, a conversation about this before, but mm-hmm. it's always great to, um, if you have access to the full script, the full story that you're buying for, even if you're only on episode one right now, it's important to read the whole script, read the whole story to see where your characters are going costume wise so Mm. so that you can anticipate your shopping that way so for example you know if a person is going from being an innocent sort of character to by seas by you know episode four they become a little darker they become a little more mischievous they become a little bit more confident those types of characteristics can also play out in their clothing so Mm. Whereas somebody might've worn pastels and soft jeans, maybe they're doing vibrant colors now. Maybe they have, you know, tighter silhouettes, like those types of things. So as a costume person in film and television, it's important to like read scripts for, for those sort of clues. Right. Um, uh, so yeah, just anyone, even, even, if, even if you're working on your own little indie projects and you're figuring out, how to dress your characters. I know oftentimes as an independent filmmaker, you're thinking of the bigger ticket items, like the, um, you know, where's my set gonna be? Do I have the camera? Do I have a sound person? And you're, you're, you know, you're not necessarily thinking about costume that much. It's kinda like, you know, okay, people just come and wear what you're gonna wear, bring what you're gonna bring. But it's important to understand just how much Costumes lends to the story itself. You can mm-hmm. say a lot of nonverbal things through what a person is wearing. So yeah, just you know those types of things. um Just for my film peeps out there, and yeah, cool. I'm going to need all of those things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally.
1: Definitely going to need all those things with um, some th- with. Something coming up. So yes. And I've, like I told you, I've starred our conversations.
2: (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes.
1: Cause the old, the whole idea about asking for help. Um, Again, this is not my, this is not my time to do off figure, but just the idea of asking for help. Mm -hmm. I preached about it many times before. Um, Like I'm getting back into the swing of things with costume and so on. And I mean, I've read scripts before, but I'm trying to like refresh and Mm -hmm. getting back into that. So just being able to be like, hey, you, this is your world. Tell me more about this. Like, how do I do this? And I find a lot of people are just, they don't want to seem like they don't know something. And maybe like, it's, it's all a psychological thing in your head. Like, oh, if I ask a question, she's going to feel like, I don't know how to do it. And she's probably going to think, oh, why did I even get the job anyways? Like people.
2: Yeah, no, <laughs> Just... that rule does not apply. Exactly. No. It's... Exactly. No. And you'll because find that especially in film I work with people who are you know who have 10 plus years more experience than I do but they're still asking me questions because you just sometimes need a reminder you need a refresh you need to know what is the most current way of doing something and it's okay it's that if you do not ask your questions it could cost the company way more money girl and you don't want that
1: but yes yes now we've come to an end So um, guys, thank you so much for listening to Behind the Stage. As always, hit us up at behindthestage at gmail.com. Yes, Mm -hmm. Uh, I've not said that in a while. And um, yeah, call us us on Instagram at behindthestage, that's T-H-A, stage. And yeah, I think yeah, our our video that we did, the bangangs.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> my cousin said that to me. She's like, "This is hilarious." <laughs> yes, hilarious.
2: Like Shout this. out to Facebook for having the pictures. Trust me, <laughs> never like, getting rid of shit.
1: <laughs> never getting rid of shit. And then <laughs> our other video that we just did with our homeboy Ray J. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: Hello, key.
1: Ray J is a, also one of my friends in my head. Yes, such a banger. Yes. Hey, Ray J, Raycons. yeah yes. Send them over, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Sponsorship, send that over. I don't mind. Yes. But yes, but yes. Um guys, thank you so much for listening. And um, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, topics, um black businesses. Hmm? Yeah, no,
2: telling everyone yeah. to hit us up
1: yeah black businesses as well like we're always looking to support black businesses that's our thing that's Mm -hmm. been our thing so yeah shoot us a dm or go on our personal pages and hit us up and lastly i will leave with a quote um (laughs) i actually just found this quote um a few days ago and um it kind of stuck with me and i've definitely heard it before so Winners are not people who fail, but people who never quit. Mm. And this is from the 2020 Inspirational Quote Planner.
2: <laughs> <laughs> wow!
1: And so needed for 2020. Like, how did they know? Like, they literally put this on their planner for 2020. They were oh. they, they they were saw ahead this.
2: of the game, clearly. <laughs>
1: like who did this was this like scholastic
2: remember scholastic oh my gosh yes wow <laughs> i haven't heard that word in forever my goodness hey yeah girl but yeah guys
1: never quit
0: never quit yeah, guys.
2: all right all right
0: peace if one thing i know i fall but i grow i'm walking down this road of mine this road that i go home so am i